Georgia Square Mall, a super regional shopping center 65 miles northeast of Atlanta, has served the Athens community and surrounding areas for more than 38 years. Ah, uh, yeah, and a lot of business conducted there over those years, but not so much lately and the much-discussed decline of Georgia Square Mall, malls across the country. Our proposal popped up some months ago. Let's redevelop. Let's turn it into something different. Let's reimagine the mall property. Much discussion was supposed to have been done already, delayed as developers went back to the drawing board and spent the past year reconfiguring. All of it supposed to get in front of Athens-Clark County Commissioners tonight, the meeting 6 o'clock. City Hall, uh, that mall is in Athens-Clark County Commission District 6. That district is represented by Commissioner Jesse Houle, who joins us now. Commissioner Houle, thanks for your time this morning. Thanks for having me on. First of all, I'm noting that you are on this work committee, this mall redevelopment committee. You, the mayor, a couple of members of the Clark County Board of Education, as we said earlier, they also have some skin in this game in terms of the revenue that is proposed to be generated by this, the tax revenue and some of the tax considerations of the school board on this committee, too. I'm looking at the calendar. I check it every day. You folks have been meeting every day. You're meeting again today, I think, this committee before the commission vote tonight. Y'all been really busy on this the last few weeks. What's been going on here? We have indeed been very busy, and we are close to the finish line, but I'm not sure we're we're quite there yet. Um, You know, one of the things that's very complicated about this proposal is not only that it's a a much larger proposal than we usually see. You know, you've probably heard us, if you've been watching those meetings, talk about how the square footage here is comparable to the entirety of downtown Athens, Um, but also that we're you know, looking at TAD funding. And so that's going to be a first for this community, you know, not a, not a first in the state, but definitely a first for Athens if we move forward with this. All right, let's so stop that, right there and talk about TAD, Tax Allocation District. Uh, I'm looking just now. Blake Odd at Flagpole does a really good job of breaking this down, now what's going to happen here. And you guys are jumping into the deep end of the pool with this. Uh, it's the first time we've done anything mm-hmm. like this in Athens. You didn't start small. Uh, this is, I mean, we're talking about something close to $200 million in, in funding here. What, step us through. It, it's not the government right a check to a developer. That's not it. But it has to do with the way taxes are collected over the next 30 years. Tell us what's happening here or what is proposed to happen here. Indeed. So what and this is we've we've, we've created six TAD districts in Athens. And of the six, the one that the school board has signed on to is the one around the mall, which means that not only will the taxes from the Clark County side of things, but also the school district taxes would get applied into the TAD. Um, So that makes, I think, the mall TAD more attractive. Um, so the way this works is someone wants to develop a piece of property and they can put in place a, a TAD application that they submit along with whatever their zoning requests might be. And they're considered separately, but basically in tandem, which is what we're seeing here at the mall. Mm-hmm. And um, over the course of the years during and after the property is developed, any additional revenue generated by that property itself is eligible to be paid back into the project if it meets certain legal criteria under the Redevelopment Powers Act. Um, so basically, in this case with the mall, the actual properties of the mall itself, as they get redeveloped, will increase in value. And not not the entirety of the value of the property, but just that increase is what gets applied back into the TAD. So it's a way of the public helping participate in the private development of something by putting uh, money initially back into it, kind of a mitigate, make the project more attractive for developers to come in. Um, so then the big question becomes, 
um, are we getting enough back in the public interest to justify that public investment. And the the suggestion, the plan is, I suppose, Commissioner Jesse Houle with us here, uh, the idea is that yes, you would, uh, that it would generate additional revenue over and above through the, the payroll taxes. People will work in this place. Uh, they'll pay taxes on the things they buy there, uh, that it will generate enough economic activity to offset uh, any loss of revenue from the TAD. Am I stating that more or less correctly? Uh, more or less, yeah. I mean, you can't think of it as the only revenue that's getting generated back into that TAD funding of a project is revenue that was created by the TAD itself. Um, now, hopefully, there's also what's called the halo effect, which is the increase in value or the development of properties beyond that property itself. And that all does go into the general fund. Um, so this is really just a way of uh, taking that that increase in value that's created by the redevelopment project on that one property itself, or in this case, a few properties together, um, and 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 taking that back into it. Commissioner Jesse Hull with us again in Athens Clark County Commission vote set for this evening, uh, the meeting at six o'clock at City Hall. All right, as you understand them, and I think you probably understand them better than anybody, having spent all this time on this. What's proposed for the property itself? My understanding is some of the retail stays, most of it goes. The footprint, the campus looks a lot different when all is said and done with residential, some some retail, some restaurants, office space, that kind of thing. What is this thing going to look like? Um, it's going to look a lot different than it currently does. It's going to look a lot greener, for one. Um, so they're adding hundreds more trees than are currently there and ones that I think would be more you know, thoughtfully uh, and sustainably planted and that would grow larger. Um, as well as a big center green, you know, it's really made to look more like a second downtown in a way and something that's a lot more walkable, bikeable, transit friendly. So uh, it, you know, integrates with the neighboring um, neighborhoods a, a lot better than the current track does, but it's also designed to be sort of a destination where you can arrive and then walk around, you know, outside between places and also a live workspace. So there's a lot of residential as a component of this. That's a huge part of it, really. Um, and that residential includes some large apartment buildings, but also some townhomes. So, particularly, it kind of uh, phases back toward the adjacent neighborhoods that are, you know, single-family home neighborhoods. And as I understand that component of it, the housing component, again, tell me if I'm wrong here, but there is this notion of inclusionary zoning, meaning that uh, the price points will be different and there would be proposed anyway uh, some more, shall we say, affordable housing in there. Indeed, yeah. So their proposal is to do 10% of the rental units at um, the inclusionary, using the inclusionary zoning policy we've put in place last year as a model for affordability. And that would basically mean that anyone who's making uh, at or below 80% of the area median income would get a rent that was no more than a third of their income. So it would basically be a below market rent. Um, for a unit that would be indistinguishable from all the others. So they build all the units to look the same, and then they set aside 10% of them to be earmarked for people who are below average income. Um, And they're applying that to all of the units, including the units in the senior housing. Commissioner Jesse Uh, Houle with us another few minutes. Uh, You talked about making this uh, kind of a second downtown. The downtown we have now, and they've done a really good job with this. I applaud you folks for the work there, especially on college and and what's been done there. Uh, Yeah, you park your car wherever you park your car, and you walk. I mean, and it's designed that way, and you're saying this will be designed much the same way. Fine, but Atlanta Highway's not going anyplace, and we still got to use Atlanta Highway to get to and from there. Any thoughts on how this might impact that very busy thoroughfare? 
Yeah, well, the timing of this works out well that GDOT is also doing a redesign of that loop exit 18 and a lot of the road frontage there on Atlanta Highway. And, you know, their redesign is a bit more auto-centric than I'd like, um, but what is really promising about this development is not only does it thoughtfully manage the way traffic would flow in and out of itself with some roundabouts and things, um, but it also provides a lot of connectivity in terms of multi-use paths. So, you know, people will be able to get from neighborhoods um, through this project, through what you could think of as like a second downtown, to what will eventually be uh, another corridor that kicks down Atlanta Highway and, and takes you into town. So if people who lived up off Cleveland or in Huntington, you know, wanted to go to the grocery store, to a cafe or something in the middle of this development, and then ride their bike or take a walk further down Atlanta Highway, um, Years from now, when all this infrastructure is built out through that GDOT project, some separate TSPLOS projects the county has, and this development, you know, they'll be able to do that. Uh, you said something earlier that intrigued me in terms of the meeting tonight, the vote tonight, the anticipated vote tonight. Mm-hmm. You've been on this committee, you and the mayor, and the two members of the school board. You said well, you, we're, we're close to the finish line, but we're not there yet. Uh, I mean, a lot of people fall down before they get to the finish line. Is there anything in your mind that could, that could still serve as an 11th hour stumbling block? Well, I don't, I don't expect us to take final action tonight because we don't have final versions of a couple of key documents. But all the discussions we've had about those documents has me optimistic about what's going to be in them. Uh, it's just as a matter of due diligence, both for ourselves as elected officials and for the public to have time to review it as well, that I think we're going to need a little more time once we get those final drafts. I'm hoping and expecting to actually see those today, Um, but I don't think it's good to look at an 85-page financial analysis and then vote on it the same day. I think you need some time to digest that. Um, But assuming that that report contains everything in it that I'm expecting it should, then, um, you know, Maybe we'll have more to talk about before another meeting in a week or two, but hopefully we'll be voting. So so hold open the possibility then. I I gather from what you just said the likelihood that there may actually not be a vote, at least on a finished product tonight. So what would happen tonight? What is expected to happen tonight, aside from, I guess, folks showing up and offering input? uh, what, What would you expect to happen tonight? My expectation of tonight is that we still have that public hearing. You know, you'll see the presentation on the project. We'll invite public comment. Um, And then, you know, my hope is that we will vote to hold the item um, for a date certain, probably the 21st is what I'm thinking. So that would be, you know, you see us do this a lot. We'll we'll bump some things off for a little more time to our agenda setting meeting and then consider them, you know, prior to that. And so then there, you know, there may be a second round of public input there as well. And that's where we would take final action on the decision. So Finally, about, about a minute goal. left here, Commissioner Houle, not even that much. Now, what I mentioned public input. What have you heard so far, generally speaking, if you had to put it all in one box or a couple of boxes, what are you hearing from the public? I'm hearing from the public that they really want to see something better than what we've got there now and that largely this redesign um, achieves a lot of what people have most been concerned about. And then there's going to be the big question of how do we manage all the traffic, which I know is something that people really want to talk about and something I'll be having a town hall about at the end of this month. Again, this is all in District 6, uh, Jesse Houle's district, Jesse Houle, on the athens Clark County Commission. Commissioners meeting 6 o'clock this evening at City Hall. I did go there if you can. If you care, they're, they're always streaming live as well on the athens Clark County government website. And after the fact, it's up on YouTube, so no reason for not being informed on all this. Jesse Hull, thanks for filling us in this morning, Commissioner Hull. Uh, insightful stuff and breaking some news there. Keep an eye on you folks tonight. Have a great day. Thanks for being with us this morning. Thanks for having me.